good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. This is Rihanna from the Speak Your Mind podcast. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing well. So I've got a very special treat for you. This week, we're going to be rolling out the interviews that we had for Mental Health Awareness Week last week. Um, We felt that we wanted to have them on all of our platforms so that way those of you that may want to watch something visual, you can replay the videos on IGTV and our YouTube. Those of you that prefer something more audio, you have the opportunity to listen to it via our Speak Your Mind podcast. So between today and Saturday, you're going to hear a series of our interviews that are being rolled out. So we had them from Monday to Saturday last week. And you're going to hear loads and loads of information from a variety of guests, as well as personal stories around mental health, how mental health has impacted them and their families, um, how to prevent suicide as well, and what signs to look out for, how to support a friend, the importance of reaching out for help, mental health education, how to use your voice to triumph over your trauma and so 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 much more so listen out for all these episodes coming this week in the speak your mind podcast have a great day and happy listening sent you the request so hopefully it should work <laughs> hello <laughs> made it <laughs> made it thank you i was like no this can't be the only day that it doesn't work oh, no. <laughs> sorry hold on my laptop's doing bits right now it's going all crazy sorry technically just hold that technical technical hitches hello. happen you tried to do it via the laptop. This is not happening. Um, it wasn't happening. And now Spotify has started to play. Could you imagine? It's Friday, <laughs> Friday. Well, yeah. happy. Yeah. Okay, let's let's music. It's given the ambience, you know? Yeah. <laughs> imagine. How are you both doing, ladies? That is a more movie. You just have the soundtrack playing, really. Put it on mute. It's fine. It's because I keep leaning up against the laptop. There we go. Hi. 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 So we now have to fit into the small phone screens. What are we doing? I love it. You're so cute, though. It's What's so cute. Thanks for having me. Hi, Rihanna. <laughs> How are you both doing? How's your day been? Oh, relaxed, actually. It's been quite relaxed. It's been a nice Friday. Um, yeah. um, yet to go back to work, so I'm still on furlough. Hey, happy days! <laughs> and uh, my day has been quite delightful, actually. Um, I have been uh, working. I work in a school as mm-hmm. a teaching assistant, and uh, the kids give me jokes all day long. So last yeah. trip home. So good. Um, and then I speak to my sisters, which is funny. Amazing. <laughs> a non-electric scooter. Me and my feet. Electric scooter? No, no. 
Just me and my feet. Oh, okay. Powered by my foot. Yeah. Okay. How did that go? Yeah, it was good actually. It got here in no time at all. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. Well, thank you for agreeing, first of all, to do the live. Both of you, I'm lucky to get the sisters. Very lucky. To and part of the reason why I actually requested you both is because following your workshop, I was like, oh my gosh, we're doing the same thing. We're on the same path. We're on the mindset, and information needs to be shared. Mm-hmm. So. Before I delve into discussion about what we're talking about, do you want to give a bit of an overview, both of you, introduction? I know you briefly gave an introduction, Amina, but a bit more information for the viewers that don't know you. Oh, hi. I'm Amina. I'm the elder sister. Um, I myself have um, been dealing with depression. Depression has been part of my life for most of my life since childhood. So I'm an expert in bouncing back from depression. Um, Over to you, Penny. I'm also a personal trainer. Okay. Well, yeah, just recently, hi guys, hi everyone. I'm Alina. Um, I recently qualified as a a mental health first aider and that gave me a lot of insight into my uh, mental health journey. And um, I've overcome 23 years of tobacco and nicotine addiction which affected my mental health quite a lot more than what I realised at the time. Um, but yeah, here I am, um, living my best life <laughs> so far. <laughs> now, just, I'm just really into self-care right now. So anything to do with self-care, mental wealth, I'm here for it, especially as black women. Absolutely. You know, we with our sisters, what I, I learned during my um, you know, time getting qualified as a mental health first aid, it's, it's crazy. Mm. Racism is real. Mental health is real. Yeah, it is, and that's kind of what I've been delving into this week. Mental health is real, and it's not something to be shied away from. And having conversations like this to help normalize, normalize, yeah, normalize um, just these discussions within our community and amongst other people as well is so important, so vital. Um, Mm. And what I was trying to say to the viewers before the live didn't want to (laughs) work was um, I've been trying to tell a story through this week about not only people's understanding of mental health, but how mental health affects your friends and family, how you can raise awareness around mental health yourself, um, freedom and self-regulation. And obviously today is about education and then tomorrow is going to be another subject about liberation, so to speak, and using your voice. um, Uh, you know overcoming the pain into power so yeah yes mental health exactly exactly so ladies 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 i know that um alina amina sorry i'm gonna do this a lot yes so apologies in advance but amina um you touched upon briefly about overcoming 23 years of depression so i know certain things can be a bit difficult to touch upon but i appreciate you coming on this platform and discussing your experiences so do you want to delve into a bit more detail as to what that entailed for you and your journey well, it all started. Okay. Um, so, for whatever unknown reason that I can't really put my hands on, since I was around 10, um, I suffered with depression. 
Um, looking back, I'm thinking I was like probably like repressing a lot of my feelings, repressing, suppressing a lot of my feelings, um, and every depression just showed itself up every year in some form or the other and um, that literally ate away chunks of my time you know I could be depressed from it used to take up to about half a year mm-hmm. um, uh, that was depressed and then as I emerged what I thought out of it I would create unrealistic goals mm-hmm. and then that was like the beginning of the end again and that's how I cycled. <laughs> yeah, only a, yeah. It was up, you know, I was down, 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 very down, as in I was very withdrawn from people, wouldn't talk to people, didn't even delve into my own feelings, um, lost my appetite, lost any sort of creative creativity, um, act, you know, I, I became a sh- like a shell of myself. So I was very like still, didn't move. Um, spent a lot of time in bed, mm. um, eating rubbish. Um, that's how it affected me. And I really, every time I got depressed, I punished myself. Mm. Yeah, I think I used food as that tool. I was sort of denying myself mm. food. I wasn't trying to be thinner or anything like that that's just like, a point of control I could control what I ate and then I used to say well you're not allowed this and you're not allowed that because you haven't done this we haven't done that and then like when, like I said when I emerged from the this very depressed state which used to take up to six months uh, of a year um, I used to create unrealistic goals to try and make up for the time that I'd lost so I'd want to learn not one language, but maybe ten. <laughs> I'd want to. <laughs> yeah. It's not even funny. I wanted to be. I wanted to go from A to Z in one leap. Mm. And I didn't realise I was doing this until very recently. Mm. And I had my last um, bout of depression, which was last year. Um, like. June, July, July till about Christmas. And um, yeah, Christmas time, I said to my mum, mm, I'm not sure how I'll be Christmas day. I really want to participate, but we'll see how it goes. Um, and um, via, I mean, I res- I've been doing group counselling for about two years now via the NHS. Um, this time I was depressed. I still kept in contact with family, so that was, you know, I moved on slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, and my therapist said to me, you know, why, why can't you sort of love that depressed side? Why can't you accept yourself? And the penny didn't drop straight away, but you know, over the next few weeks after she said that, I be- that was I began to think about that. And at that during that time as well, I was doing a writing course, mm. which was really helpful. It unblocked a lot of, and blocked my throat chakra. I'm telling you, so all that writing, mm. um, all that writing, that sort of highlighted a few things and allowed me to, like, ask people certain questions. I've had certain talks with family members and so forth. 
and then I began to accept myself with my depression. When I was depressed before, I used to be ashamed, embarrassed, disgusted, um, you know, all these horrible things. I really hated myself, really, really hated myself. So I distanced myself when I was well. I used to think, oh, that depressed side, that, that has nothing to do with me. You know, because I'm active, I'm yeah. cheerful, I'm sociable, all these things that that depressed side wasn't. And when I was depressed, I found it very hard to connect with my well side. Um, it's not until, um, like I said, my therapist said, why can't you accept yourself? It was only until I accepted myself, all of me, and forgave myself and loved myself that I began to move forward. And this is basically since January this year. <laughs> that, that's a massive. Like making real, real yeah. move. Like, like I said, unrealistic goals. These are like very small millimeter shifts. Mm-hmm. Mm. We're changing my behavior and loving my whole self. It's okay if I'm down. It's okay yeah. if I don't do this. It's mm-hmm. okay if I stop. It's okay if I restart. I've got my lovely friends and family right here to help me on my journey. It's okay. Yes. You're going to be fine. Yes. Learning compassion is so difficult. And that's something that of recent I've been posting a lot more of because I've realised that as much as we can be hard on ourselves, just about the smallest things, the biggest things as well are the ones that I think you need compassion for the smaller things in order yes. for the compassion to be transferred over to when the bigger things happen, you know? And I think what your therapist was saying there clearly helped because like you said, you've got like this new lease of life. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy for you that you've you've managed to get to this even kill. And your yeah, main- that's my, 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 my hairstyle's reflecting me. <laughs> <laughs> Up until like recently, and then I thought, no, yes. balance of this flat top sort of thing. Okay, I love it. <laughs> and Alina, I know Hi. you mentioned. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I know you mentioned about um, <clears throat> your experiences of overcoming nicotine addiction mm-hmm. and how much you didn't realize it affected your life. Um, yeah. I'm. A- I'm, I'm being honest, I smoke. Um, yeah, I know it's an, a habit, I know it's an, an addiction. Um, how did you overcome your addiction for such a long time? Oh, wow. Um, number one, I would say I never gave up giving up. And I would mm. say every time I fell off the wagon, so to speak, I was always like, in my head, I wasn't a smoker. Mm. Yeah, I'm just, I like a spliff, but tobacco spliffs are a different vibe <laughs> from just smoking weed on its own or eating weed or ingesting weed. I'm not anti-weed, I'm just anti-tobacco because it, um, the effects that it had on my um, well-being was a lot worse than what I thought at the time. Before I was like, oh yes, I have it. I don't do it a lot. I didn't do it a lot. I wasn't smoking 25 a day. It wasn't that kind of habit. It was buying um, cigarette or buying well first of all it used to be chip you know just have a chip and then you're buying whole boxes and then you're smoking it on your break because you're at work now and then you go oh I don't smoke cigarettes I smoke tobacco so you start buying high leaf tobacco and doing mm. but to me it just wasn't 
it wasn't beneficial to um, the life that I was trying to create. You know, um, I'm quite an active, um, healthy person, but it's like you're doing all these things, but yet you're smoking. So it didn't make sense in my head. I needed to be balanced. So mm. I think I just gave, I went to Antigua actually last year. Um, I went to Antigua last year and um, the kush was good. It was so sweet. When I came back, I was chasing it. I was chasing it a lot. And this is after, in, in lockdown, it got a bit peak because I had my weed man's like bag deals. I was like, well, I've done it. I don't know about anyone, but I usually just pay cash, you know what I mean? I didn't bag deals. I knew I'd come to a point. Um, but the thing is, um, when I came back from Antigua after smoking such good weed, I took, you know, the weed here is like, forget that. And I wasn't willing to pay that much. So I think I just had enough. I just mm. had enough. 23 years, I was like, this is it. This has got to be it. And I just had the time because I was on furlough to mm. just do everything that I needed to do. Part of my self-care tools, my yoga, my salt baths. Um, just meditation, just being, doing nothing and just spending time with myself. I journal, um, you know, so all these things I was doing, I was really in my grooves, getting balanced and I focus on the food aspect because I'm a bit more disciplined with food. So Mm. by getting, falling in back in love with food and cooking and everything, that's what made me think, ah, the smoking, not smoking tobacco became easier. Mm. And the other fact is I was actually diagnosed with COPD a couple of years ago. So I had to fix up. Um, yeah. I do think that was more to do with um, pollution because I was doing work that mm. I was on the streets in, in central London. Mm. Um, however, yeah, it was either I stop smoking tobacco now or you're going to die at 55. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's real. COPD is debilitating. Yeah, it's, it's a real. I learned that probably two years ago. Actually, I learned about COPD. Um, I had mm. a lung myself. I collapsed in my kitchen, and oh. no, you have to check me. You have to check me. I've got asthma already. Um, wow. my one environmentally induced asthma from living in from and um, yeah, I had to tell them that make sure that it's not this I've been learning about it and I think I self-diagnosed <laughs> and I was like no it's definitely but yeah COPD is very very real and it can be so restricted. It's a real thing I mean luckily sorry guys I'm just um, my phone I don't want it to die so do what you got <laughs> yeah we don't want it to die right now let's no. charge the phone <laughs> <laughs> Be good if you put it in the right port, that would be good. All right, we're back. We're back. Charge. You all good? Good? Yeah, we're, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're gonna have to be. Sorry, guys. I tried to do it on my laptop, but my laptop didn't accept the. I don't live. think you can do live on laptop. I don't know why, but I don't know. Yeah, I just never gave up giving up and medically I had to do something so I had mm. to put my big old pants on mm, absolutely you know 
Yeah. And given the fact that you're both sisters and you both had your own personal individual individual issues going on, how did you manage to support each other? Because I myself have got sister and sometimes I'm like, you know, when I'm going through my things, I'm just going to be by myself, go in my corner. I'm not going to disturb your life. But I realised over time that, no, it's actually a support mechanism, having people around you that you can speak to that are they don't even have to be family, but can relate and help and support you in some sort of way. How did you manage to balance that out with your own personal issues that you're dealing with? Well, um, yeah, the village is um, necessary. You've got to have your support network. Um, It was difficult for me watching my sister go through what she went through. I can't say that at the time I totally understood what was happening Mm. with her. And for me, looking on, it was like, do you hate yourself so much i couldn't i was just questioning what was going on like it's hard yes it's baffling you know we grew up in the same household with the same parents it's just like almost like what's wrong with you i just wanted to shake her at times it was hard but you know over the years and i think really going through that mental health um qualification that really really opened my eyes even more so um but we've always been there for each other. We've always spoken, we've always been close. We haven't had many major arguments as adults. Um, we've got some supportive um, parents as well. <laughs> At times, Daddy dearest, but he's still supportive. We love you, Daddy. Um, but, you know, they're a bit old school. They just get on with it, you know. They're not they don't have time to be. They're what? the ones. Don't worry, I touched upon that on, I think it was yesterday's live, like, the old yeah. generation's understanding yeah. of mental health is a they bit different to our understanding. But yeah, go on. And there was a lot of, I mean, I read something about, I don't know if you've heard, toxic positivity. Yep. <laughs> so there was a lot of that from my adults around me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just get on with it, kind of. Just get on with it. Yeah. It's fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. And because uh, quite a lot of, Amina's like, bless her, she's a sensitive one in the family. Mm. Um, so everybody else is like, a bit like, <laughs> That's what I got labelled as sensitive from a very young age, I suppose, because yeah. I was. But now my sensitivity has become my superpower. I'm still sensitive. I'm still sensitive. <laughs> It's possible. We accept her. We're more more accepting these days. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? It's true. You've got got a very fine dental soul. I feel it with you. (laughs) So, Alina, you mentioned about mental health first aider, and I wanted to delve into that a bit as well because, again, it being Mental Health Awareness Week, giving awareness, mental health education. How mm-hmm. do you feel that that changed your perspective on mental health? How do you feel it, you can support others better in that mm-hmm. instant? What's your well, well, I um, I realised after I'd done that course, or well, halfway through, it's like, oh my God, that means most people I know are, they're not, they've got mental health issues, like seriously, just mm-hmm. all of me like, according to this, this yeah. means that we're all not well right now. And it makes sense because, you know, racism is, um, the environment, and if you if you if you're feeling like you're oppressed, mm-hmm. you're gonna feel um, you're gonna it's gonna result maybe in um, mental health illness. 
unemployed, if you're unemployed, if you're low income, if your family has a history of uh, mental health, which a lot of us in the um, African and Caribbean community, that is the case sometimes. Um, you know, um, your lifestyle, my lifestyle choices, like I said, smoking, um, you know, if you're taking any drugs or anything that will you know alter your mind state or um, affect your physical health that may um, make you more susceptible to getting a mental health condition yeah there's quite a few things on that list that made me think wow i've ticked so many boxes we're not you know not to mention bereavement mm-hmm. you know like i said um divorce marriage your biological makeup as well so there's, there's so many so it's, it's there's so many factors and what dawns on me as a black woman mm. we pick multiple boxes and mm. when it made me think so it made me think well the mental health statistics that they quote in the west i.e uk and america and stuff that means that we must be the highest because if we're more we're more than double black women are more than double more likely to get a mental health condition such as depression or anxiety i said so it's us it's us that's making the mental health statistics so high and that's when it dawned on me i have to do something to to help it just came out of um i woke up like most of my best ideas and it was just like me my sister mentioned to me a week before about mental wealth and i said oh i like that term that's a good term Mm. i woke up one morning (laughs) mental wealth just came into my head and i started writing the event right invite i told my sister i was about six in the morning she goes yeah come in i said yeah i knew you'd be in let's do this and that's how it came and then i shared with um the people that turns up because we've done uh, about three or four um Mm. workshops um and you know well attended as well it was really good the response was really good and i just shared with the women there the things that i had learned and i just put it in a way that it would relate to my sisters because like i said if we're not being diagnosed or if you're not so bad that you feel like you need to seek help then are you how better are you it's like we want to increase it we want to increase your you know being able to increase your mental capacity your mental wealth we like to say mental wealth because it should be an attainment thing it's an abundance thing your mental should be ah, it's It's the the infinite possibilities of how many things you can add to your mental toolbox yeah and i think it's it's just you know it's and it's political for us it is because you know free your minds it's a mental movement absolutely it is amazing and know yourself it's part of knowing yourself it's part part of being disciplined enough to 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 improve and and get better because you know stay focused not be distracted by all this consumption of media yeah. on whatever format food mm-hmm. you know we're, we're going down the american route i can't just <laughs> can't just buy a small packet of crisps now you can't just buy one you know one lid because that one is 80 pit pence one kit kat and a, and a four kit kat chunkies are one pound she's a chocoholic so she's obviously got beef and fries but yeah do you see what i mean they're trying to um, well, you're right though things are there to distract us yeah. mm-hmm. from the right path of well, being 
a tribe, being a village, mm-hmm. they're trying to shut us down with like being alone, playing on the game alone, watching, being on your phone alone, mm-hmm. where we have a village. We need to reconnect like the times of old or people that are in. But yeah, reconnection oh, yeah. yeah. We, we can hear, we're getting a bit passionate about it. No, but, yeah. Mental wealth, man. Mental wealth is real. Let's go get our wealth. We're talking about wealth. Men, if it could be mentally wealth and optimal health. Mm. Well, guys, is that right. Mental wealth, optimal health. Yeah. Is that going to be your slogan, yeah? For your next workshop? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And it's true. Literally, you're investing in your mental state, like wealth building exercises, like reading, meditation, keeping calm, keep like even elevating yourself, making sure your pleasure pathways are ignited every now and again. But it's true, all of them is wealth building exercises and it's all, you know, impactful for your mental wealth. So like today, I label it Freedom Friday. So even in relation to mental wealth, you're unlocking the freedoms that can be in your mind, in your heart, alleviating yourself from suffering and stress. There's no need for it. And again, it's a mental wealth building exercise. But speaking of mental wealth building exercises, you mentioned journaling. Yeah. That's your fang, sister. That's yeah. your fang. <laughs> now, I, I don't even have one of them near me. I don't even have one of them near me. But when I read, I'm an avid journal. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, you're my sister. <laughs> I know you're writing sister. You like to write. You like to write too. Word, sound, and power. That's all I have to say on that. Journaling yeah. is my thing. I, I love to do it. I, I was a, I trained as a journalist as well, so I like enjoyed writing and stuff like that. But you know, not hearing my voice and um, seeing it about you know make me want to write more, and especially after reading um, 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 Audrey Lord. Thank you. Oh, mate, that woman changed my life. I was like, okay. okay, hear me, hear me. I'm here. Yeah, sorry, but yeah, that is you got to speak from the depths, and if you can't do that for yourself, you're not going to do that for anyone else. Yes, Audrey Lord is one of the authors that I got introduced to at uni, and then I was introduced to Bell Hooks, and I was like, oh my god, I think I've got about six of her books now. Like the one all about love, it changed my whole perspective mm-hmm. completely. It literally is called New Visions of Love, and I was like, I love yeah. myself so much more now. <laughs> <laughs> I've read it probably about three times honestly it's one of them books you can and I read it in a weekend and I'm not a fast reader I'll be honest <laughs> <laughs> um, going back to journaling um this one so I've, I had written out an acronym a little while ago and when I saw you had mentioned journal journaling I was like okay let's see how this resonates with you both okay actually mm-hmm. so the acronym is journal. So J, justified and judgment free. Mm-hmm. O, openness to explore. Mm-hmm. U, understand new ways to feel. Mm-hmm. R, understand the reality of your situations. Mm-hmm. N, needs and wants safely explored. 
Okay. Yeah. Assess the risks in your life. And L, lifelong well-being aid. Yeah. Yeah. You get the spray for that. that. I know. I'm loving that. You need to write that one down. No. Don't worry. The podcast coming out at 8 p.m. tonight about it. No, that sounds, that sounds great. I love those acronyms. Great yeah. acronyms. And it was something that I had to really think because last year, um, probably around about this time, I did a journaling course called Journal to Joy. And it literally opened up like the pathway from childhood joy to present joy, shared joy with others and future joy now and beyond. And tell me in your own words, and Amina, you can jump in as well. I don't know how much you journal, but what has journaling done for you? <laughs> journaling, I started my first journal uh, when I was six. Yeah, I was given my first diary. And I remember my first entry. I, I said that I went to school on the 41 bus this morning because that was a thing because I just moved to Tottenham and I was still going to my old school. And I remember writing that. So I was six when I, you know, but it wasn't until I was really a teenager I started writing in my journal and um, I still got my teen journal, even my daughters read that. So it's good <laughs> that, you know, the next generation can read how I was at her age. And I, I didn't realize that it was a tool for self-care until mm. I, <laughs> I couldn't afford counseling. And mm. I've been to counseling before, I paid for it, I, I'd done it free. Um, but at the time, and this was about four years ago, I was in a situation where I really wanted it. I w- didn't want to um, go to NHS because I hadn't had a good experience with that. So mm. I wanted to pay, but I couldn't afford it. Could not mm. afford even the discounted. Mm. I couldn't afford it. Wow, this is this is how deep it is. So mm. I really had to go. Okay, journal, mm-hmm. let's go. And there was a period. Um, in the last decade where I was, um, because I restarted again as an adult. I was doing it in my 20s, but in my 30s, I started back to 2014. Mm. I was writing on my phone. I was doing it on my notes. And then about three years after doing that, in one swoop, I just lost it. I Mm. pressed the button and I'd lost a lot of journal. And I was like, okay, I need to go old school. I need to take the pen to the paper. Yes, that heart connection. I feel yeah. that from pen to paper, that heart connection. And 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 since then, I really and I realized after journaling for um, a year, I had to journal myself out of that situation because mm. I got myself into a bit of a situ. And I was like, wow, this is, I know more about myself. Oh, I'm reflecting. I'm self-aware. I mean, self-counsel is one of the 42, um, my arts, it's one of the laws and it's, yeah, no, self-counsel. girl. <laughs> That's right. So I, I self-counseled myself and I became self-aware. And then I done that summer, I think 2018, 2019, um, I'd done some workshops um, locally on journaling for self-awareness because mm-hmm. know thyself. I was like, hey, hey girl. Let's clarify that. You are the one that created the workshop. Yes, I created the workshop. And I created the mental health fund. Obviously, the health fund. Yes. 
It was top top ten tips for journaling for self awareness. So yeah, good. Um, Are you gonna roll that out again? Yeah, well, yeah, I do. I really do. I mean, I would love to do that all day. I've got to get back to the plantation, but definitely (laughs) wanna um, do that too. Yeah, stop it, stop it. Uh, And Amina, do you have any experiences with journaling? Do you journal at all? Yes. Time, I'd like to do it more regularly as in daily because mm-hmm. I have a lot of thoughts that go through my head and it, it, I found when I have done it in the past in the recent past that it just clarifies a lot of things because mm-hmm. you can see literally you can extract thoughts yeah, get it on the paper and yeah. deal with it I, yeah. I'm sorry, I just don't know how I would cope if I didn't. If I didn't do it, I would actually be a mental wreck. I don't know how people... I need to pin them thoughts down. I need to have the plan. Yeah. I need to know where I'm going. It just helps. It just helps, yeah. And, and, and learning lessons. I mean, I've had to learn a lot of lessons. Mm-hmm. In the past, okay, especially. So if I, if, and they're hard <laughs> lessons to learn. Okay. And if I don't move forward in a way where I have learned and I can apply these lessons to my life, mm. Mm. Yeah, we're just sliding down. Down, down, down. <laughs> well, <laughs> as say, if you keep repeating the same actions and you get the same outcome, that's the definition yeah. of insanity. So... With that being I know um, there's been a lot of work and discussions around grounded techniques, and I would say journaling kind of falls under that as a, as a grounding tool. Um, but do you have any other tools and techniques that you use to build your mental wealth and to keep Ooh. your mental health stable? Oh, and the viewers. I meditate. Mm-hmm. Not for long. Mm-hmm. I meditate, um, after I have my water, I sit down in front of my mirror with a big blanket, close my eyes and I meditate. My meditation involves um, this gratitude, being grateful. So, you know, I just say to myself, uh, I'm glad that I'm able to hear my thoughts. I'm glad that I'm alive. I'm grateful that I can breathe unaided. I'm grateful that I can see, I look outside, I'm great. It's just, just simple things like I'm grateful for my family and then mm-hmm. I have a moment's peace. So, I don't know, it's just a few minutes. Mm-hmm. It's just a few minutes. I have so many tools. And you can meditate anywhere. You don't have mm-hmm. to be sit there, sitting down in a quiet place with your yeah, legs crossed, listening to Zen music. Yeah. <laughs> so you can just take a few seconds to just be still and breathe. Yes. Yeah. Any time of the day. So don't think you have to be in a certain situation mm-hmm. to do it. Take that just make the most of whatever situation you have. And you know, you might, might have to say to yourself, I just need to hold a med for mm-hmm. for a minute. Give me a minute. Give me sixty seconds. I hold a med daily. I've got so many tools in my package um, that range from, you know, the journaling to doing the yoga, um, just breathing, like holding the meds, um, eating well, mm-hmm. to make sure I eat well. If I don't know what I'm eating, it could make me anxious and I don't want to turn into 
hangry leans. That's not the mm. word. So I like to plan what I'm eating. I eat well. I have my juice. Um, I have my med. Part of my medication is cannabis. So mm. I ingest it now. I make it a bit more ritualistic and it's more fun now because I don't feel like I'm abusing it. Um, also, what else do I do? I do fun stuff. And then I do nothing. And mm. I don't feel guilty for it. That's another yeah. thing. Salt baths. You had rose petals in the bath the other day. I did. She had rose petals in her bath. <laughs> you know, I like to care for my plants and I'm building up my jungle at the moment. And I got Ooh. a cat last year, so I'm a cat mama. And these, all these things, you know, seeing friends and family, mm. um, they've they all part of the tools, man. Yeah. Yes, and gardening. That's another thing. Thank you. 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 So, Wonderful. Tell us, yeah, tell us. Yeah. Again, linking it with Mental Health Awareness Week, the lit, the theme being nature. Go ahead. Tell us Definitely. some more. And you know, when we're on the land, it's so you know meditative. You're mm-hmm. there. You're present. You're in the soil. You're planting. You, your intention has to be pure. It has to be one of love when you're dealing with nature. If you want it to grow, you need to have good intentions, man. Yeah. That is what I've learned. And so, just being able to be part of that with um, Sandy um, has been a really great for the self care. Yeah, that's amazing because you're actually sharing that experience with others yeah. and you're connecting with nature like your hand yeah. is literally in the mud <laughs> um, are you not part of the project I love it are you part in, of the project? in your garden um, so I like to um, be active I, like I said I'm a personal trainer um, yeah. which I'm personal training myself at the moment let's be honest um, yeah. so I've incorporated that back into my life um, I go for a run in the morning. When I say run, I mean a, a sprint that takes about 30 seconds. It's probably not even 100 metres, but... Uh, <laughs> it's about 8.06. Yeah, yeah. It gets the heart beating, though. That's, that's yes. that strong burst, that high yeah, energy. I get my heart pumping, mm-hmm. and then I come home, and I do some... Um, weight training I've got my weights there so depending on the time I have I just think at at least do one one of each one rep is better than no reps so today (laughs) I've done three reps yeah Yeah. that's all I needed you know three squats three lunges three bicep curls and you know I can say that I've still done it and I had a lovely stretch afterwards and I like to have a nice bath as well and Mm. create that mood that ambiance with (laughs) I like to create that (laughs) you have bars with your rose petals She's bringing nature indoors in I her know, bath. I would say anything that brings you joy, just add yeah. it to your Yeah, routine. what makes you happy? Having a nice bath with all the um, with all the trimmings, whatever they need, maybe for you, candles, music. I love you know, that. The bath with all the trimmings. 
yeah. <laughs> but the basics are, you know, like nutrition, you know, breathing, stretching, you know, being in some kind of meditation. Yeah. It's like, how, how can you nourish yourself? Mm. What are the things that nourish you? Food-wise and yeah. otherwise, yeah. that things that you can see. What are you watching? Because if you're watching something disgusting, I don't know, like pimple popper or you know, a horrible pimple popper. I know I love pimple popper. But if you're consistently watching maybe um a lot of negative things, aka the news, you might find that you <laughs> get a bit down. So yeah. try to watch things that have the opposite effect and that are uplifting. Surround yeah. yourself with up- things that uplift you Media. and bring smiles to your faces. I've just recently started skating. Yeah, thanks to skates. thanks to sister here, Alina. Um, she had some skates, and I said, "I'll I'll have them." Yeah. And I started around the Emirates Stadium with my daughter last week. It was yeah. so much fun. It wasn't about um, cardio. It wasn't about getting my legs more toned. It was simply just fun and funny. Yeah. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. It brought me joy. Yes, yes, mind, body, and soul. Absolutely, the free. Yeah, you can't do one without the other. <laughs> you can't do one without the other. But wow, you've given loads of tips, loads of tricks, loads of everything. I'm gonna go through the comments and see if there's any questions that anyone has for you all. But I'm seeing lots of hearts, lots of laughter. You've had the Iris. Love is received. <laughs> we've got some claps. We've got some hey guys, some hit workouts, and then. My mental says three is the magic number. So mind will be Absolutely. So we're going to round off here. Do you have any lasting words of advice and encouragement for our viewers for Mental Health Awareness Week? I just want to say um, love yourself where you're at. Um, self-compassion is what got me off the floor. Sometimes self-love doesn't quite work when you're not feeling love for yourself. So if you can give yourself that compassion that you would give to someone else they'll probably like yeah go on you know what to do yeah do it for yourself and put yourself first establish boundaries i've been on my i've been on my boundaries thing and i've been winning with that and i feel really happy oh my god it's so good to be clear and have clarity so um if you need clarity um journaling has helped me um but do you know just sit with yourself meet yourself where you're at and give yourself a yes and what about you I just want to say be kind to yourself yeah Um, speak to uh, loved ones about your feelings if you can if you can maybe they don't want to listen maybe um, you can just call the Samaritans or someone else yeah, we always advocate professional um, seeking professional services you know if there's not anyone that you can talk to or if you, you're not in a position to self-counsel seek yeah. help man seek yeah. help Absolutely. not everyone maybe there's people in your life that okay just because they're related to you doesn't mean they, they want to listen or can listen or yeah. understand so yeah. or, or friends so yeah, yeah. those boundaries are for family help. too <laughs> and friends says here boundaries wins so yeah agreed agreed I'm here for boundaries yeah <laughs> my, my 
advantage of you. No, it's true. It's so true. But do you know what? We're going to have to get into that another time. We might have to do like, a part two. Yeah, I'd love to. Anytime you want, girl, we're here. Yeah. Episode here. Thanks for having us. Much yeah, appreciated. Sure. Let everyone where, know where they can find you before you run off. Ah, well, you can find me at Sister London. Hey, holla. That's where I'm at. Where you can go to act. Hey, but I don't want to feel sexy. Smooth <laughs> and filthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can find me on Mighty Means. That's me. With all my shenanigans, including um skating facial <laughs> and Case. really really bad patties all oh, right oh yeah i heard about that <laughs> my zombie patties okay Oh, so sorry. They, what was you saying? I was talking over you. No, it's all right. I just hope they, you know, get some benefit from, you know, hearing us. We're just two sisters, sisters helping sisters. What can you say? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it's been beautiful. Some last last comments. Some family members are triggers. Absolutely agree. And mm-hmm. one last one. No more invisible boundaries. Set them so all can see. That's right. right. That's right. Be clear. Yes. And know yourself, man. If you don't know who you are, then how's anyone else going to know your ass? <laughs> Well, <laughs> <laughs> right, ladies, much love and blessings. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful evening. Thank you. Thank you.